were you that kid that held the um the family talk shows radio shows and maybe even did the oscar speech in the mirror like just kind of awarding the the winning titles at you (laughs) i feel like you've done this before definitely the oscar one (laughs) it was more like the you know and 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 the award for best actor in a solo sitcom is <laughs> the Food Tuber UK. Hello and welcome to Dishing It, the podcast all about food in Scotland. Joining me on this episode is Lauren Mitchell, the host of the Breakfast Show on North Sound One, where she keeps us locals well stocked with news from the Northeast, exciting developments, and of course the biggest hits and the biggest throwbacks. Apologies in advance for my hellishly loud outburst of laughter through this one. One, I was sat too close to the mic, and two, Lauren was an absolute cracker of a guest. We talk about her career so far in radio, the changing city, people power, and probably a little bit too much about Haddocken Roundabout, but you'll see why soon. This episode is just over an hour, so in the essence of time, I'll put a cork in it and get this episode underway, and I'll see you at the end as usual. Going live in five, four, three. Switching the breakfast show slot for the drive time slot to record this episode. It's Lauren Mitchell from North Sound. How are you doing, Lauren? <laughs> That's one of the best introductions. Oh, really? I genuinely thought I was like, wait a minute, hang on. Do you think I'm on drive time? I don't know. But yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> um, Keith, thank you for having me on. I feel really, I feel privileged to be on this podcast because oh, I've had stop. a listen to it, and the the people that you've had on it already, I'm just like. Do I even fit in this, you know, this you do. That, yeah. <laughs> of course you do. Um, I couldn't think of anyone better to have on. Obviously, I've said that you host the breakfast show on North Sound One and you're always well stocked with local news, music, hilarity with your co-host Jeff. So and you've got an all CNI over what's going on in Aberdeen. So I thought, just get her on. She'll know she'll know good food spots. She'll know where to eat. I think so. I think I do. I, I mean the <laughs> list has been so hard kind of fill it down it's I don't know about you but I can eat everything all day yeah I feel <laughs> you I feel you definitely I'm sorry that I've had to get you to put your ear pods back on and get your mac- microphone back out to co- record the session but I was really interested to know what's your usual day when you come off air after hosting the show um okay so it it varies from week to week as you can imagine the pandemic has had a massive you know weird stop to the things that I would do beforehand so um, usually when we come off air we finish about 10 o'clock and we'll have a meeting with one of our um, managers so we have a couple that kind of you know speak to us and that is a chat you know maybe there was something this morning that they highlight or um, maybe it's something that they highlight because it's a bad thing and you get into trouble or something like oh, that God. Um, so we have a little chat and we just talk about you know the show and then we talk about what the future is looking like so what's coming up are we you know pushing towards Christmas is the things happening in the next few while and um, so it's all about just that conversation and uh, thinking about what's coming next and then when I finish that it could literally be anything from I had blind taste testing yesterday at Eat on the Green obviously oh, you today yeah there's been just it's honestly I it's the weirdest I'll sometimes be working with the Archie Foundation or it's or having meetings with just random people all the time it's the day seems to just I go do you know what I mean your years must just fly by must just disappear yeah it's weird and I suppose a lot of us during the pandemic have had to look after our family or uh, maybe elderly relatives and one of those mm-hmm. people that I've looked after is my granddad so I go over there quite a lot have a really nice relationship with him so I spend quite a lot of time over there and that takes up of course the whole afternoon because you just get talking and then before you know it, it's six o'clock gotta go it's so gone. yeah it's just honestly Colin it's like the messiest week of all time but I like it like that I think because every day is different good that's the best way to yeah. be isn't it definitely and I was actually listening to you guys this morning um and I was delighted to hear that all the roadworks are happening in Aberdeen is to make the roads back to normal again which is fantastic (laughs) because I literally this past week I've been coming to work being like why are the roads so bad then I realized they're taking away the spacing and everything for obviously the COVID and path extensions and stuff it is 
is, isn't it mad though how usually, and you'll notice this, and parents will notice this everywhere, is that when the schools go back, of course, the council wants to change the roads, mm-hmm. and it just is what it is because people are going back yeah. to work, and so you just got to deal with it. But it is horrendous, and I feel sorry for people because I'm sat in the radio getting paid to just tell you that you're going to be stuck in a jam. But <laughs> it's, it is horrible, but it's for a good thing, and that is obviously building Harrigan, building great things for Aberdeen. Thank God. And... Yes. Exactly. Because yes, so... where I'm from, mentioning the Harrigan. Um, where I'm from, the Hadgen is like the cursed child of Aberdeen. Like the amount of people, my mum for one, doesn't drive in Aberdeen because of the Hadgen. She just thinks it's this big beast. It's like, it's fine. Like, just go hide behind another car and just go. Like, you're fine. And literally, I'm like, it's going to be gone soon. So you've got an excuse to come into Aberdeen. You can't not come in now. <laughs> amazing it's like i'm not going into Aberdeen because the Hadigan. literally there might be people who don't it's it's crazy but yeah i'm glad to see the back of the Hadigan, definitely now right we're not here to talk about uh, roadworks as much as i love to talk about those but i wanted to find out and um, before we dive into the food recommendations where did your kind of radio broadcasting career all start so i knew i wanted to be in the radio somehow i was very dramatic as a child you know i had one hire and it was drama um, and I just really enjoyed adverts, if I'm honest. And I think that's why I like the marketing side of things as well. You'll know that, is that mm-hmm. you love... Yeah, love an advert. Love, oh, love, love a slogan. Advert. Love a slogan. Love a rhyming slogan. Yeah. That's, honestly, <laughs> that was me as a kid. I used to I used to like rattle off all these rhymes, all these slogans for Tesco and Asda and all that sort of stuff. Like, used to smack my bum. Do you remember when it was Asda Price? Asda Price, clink, clink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it so I just I really loved that side of things and um I ended up going to college and I studied HND and radio and uh then I went to media at RGU did, did media nice. um and then I entered a competition so I did a lot of work experience I shouldn't say that I just entered a competition but I did quite a lot of work experience with KFM which is the sister station to Northbound One and it's down in Dundee um, so I did a lot of work experience with them during the summer and then I did some street team stuff. You'll hear a lot of people in radio, they've done street team and they've, you know, had to do that side of things before coming on air. Um, and then I entered a competition. It was actually one of my friends from uni had said, you should do this. You should do this. You should like, you should try it. And I have, he, he said he, he applied for it. And I thought, I can't apply against you. That's horrible. But in the end, I thought there's no there's no reason why I shouldn't I'll go for yeah. it so I made a video sent it in it was a big competition and then in the end I won it I got this phone call and I thought you're joking are you kidding I've just won a job like what I mean that's a good way to get a, that's a good job interview win a competition I love that <laughs> yeah so it was, it was amazing so I moved up to Aberdeen and that was that it was it was just I started on the travel and then things happened and I ended up on the breakfast show I actually wasn't even expecting it it was one of those things that I just imposter syndrome never just thought happened. I'd ever get there yeah, yeah and it just it came up and somebody asked me would you fancy it and I said yeah I think so yeah. <laughs> not realizing how early it was in the morning and then here we are today so yeah it's uh, it's amazing amazing it was a way when you just said there like when the person offered it to you like I my reaction would have been like does a bear shit in the woods like, <laughs> I'll do it and it reminded me there like I should say you can swear on this podcast if you want to I know you can't swear on air so if you want to swear you swear away don't even open the door <laughs> it'll never stop that, I'll, it'll never stop blah, blah, blah. I'm terrible <laughs> terrible with swear words but yeah oh. you're absolutely right that's exactly what it was I thought course do you know but weird it's weird to think oh. back to where you are now you know you're probably the same where you think how did that happen doing this? Yeah. yeah how did that happen yeah 100 how did we get here you know it's a universe madness. universe looking out for you that's what it is that's what I always yeah. say so I suppose you said you're you were a dramatic kid so were you that kid that held the um the family talk shows radio shows and maybe even did the Oscar speech in the mirror like just kind of awarding the the winning title was that you (laughs) I feel like you've done this before definitely the Oscar one (laughs) you've definitely got some sort of yeah I think you've also got dramatic drama in you Yes. you know but um yes yes, yes. amateur dramatics <laughs> yeah you should every day every day's a show <laughs> yeah absolutely and oh, don't absolutely tempt me. right 
And <laughs> um, one of the things I did do as a kid, it wasn't so much the speeches, but it was um, I wanted to be in the library, and I'd put you know oh. books, I'd put books beside of me, and I'd beep the hello, welcome to the library, beep, and put it to the next. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like but weird, but. I think that and the tree. I was very good at the tree. You know, when you stood mm. and you pretended to be yeah. a tree, that very good at that. Um, but other than the speeches, I haven't done that speech before in my life. Never. It was more like the, you know, and and <laughs> and the award for best actor in a solo sitcom is <laughs> the Footiver <Fugitive> UK. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? It's positive affirmation. If you tell yourself. Oh. If you do things like this, one day it will happen. God forbid the day I get my own sitcom. <laughs> I don't want to even watch that. <laughs> Who knows? It was, you just avoid it. Universe, universe, Maybe. don't do that bit. Don't do that bit. Keep me, keep me here. That's fine. Um, yeah. So when you when you start the breakfast show in the morning, what is your um, what's your breakfast to keep you stocked for the day? When I think about it, I'm embarrassed to, oh. to tell you because it's it's not healthy I go for really unhealthy options in the morning and then in the nighttime I'll ease off a bit so um I usually go for a chocolate muffin or like waffles or you know if I'm if I'm feeling a bit healthy I'll go for a banana and the last couple of weeks it's been jelly jelly interesting jelly for breakfast I mean I like the idea yeah ice cream cream in there custard (laughs) To be honest, right, I'm the kind of person that would have a dessert for breakfast and then yeah, any day. later on. Me too, yeah. any day. Because I think, you know you know what I say to myself is that you, you can convince yourself, you think, well, if I eat that for breakfast, I can burn it off during the day. Yes. But if you eat it at night, you're just sleeping on it. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if the concept is normal or... There's something think, in there. Yeah. There's something in there, isn't there? I mean, I mean, I had I had Scott Bapty on last series, so I can send him a message and say, I might have something for you. This Please could be an idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I should be an Adonis if that is the correct tip to do, but definitely not. So I don't know. I just think I'm really unhealthy. People say, what do you have for breakfast? And I, and I because I'm gluten-free as well, it's a real difficulty in trying uh, to get... Yeah. Yeah, because I can't just grab bread, unless obviously it's gluten-free, but I can't just grab some cereal or grab anything. It, it's got to be... So I eat the weirdest diet because I, I just have to eat what I can. Yeah. You know? And I suppose yeah. I always find with the gluten-free stuff that I've had before, there's I always just take... I, get, I don't know if it's because obviously I, I don't need to eat gluten-free, so obviously I'm always like, oh, it tastes a bit different than normal. It must be quite hard to find like that good chocolate muffin that like is like the same as what you were maybe used to before you kind of changed to gluten-free yeah absolutely it's you know I think one one that I found was genius the G, you know have you seen genius oh the, yeah, yeah 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 the brand you'll be good with brands but yeah it was the genius brand and I, I just it's perfect and my mum gets it every time you know if I go over to visit her she's always got these muffins and I think stop buying them because you're gonna make me fat but I just think I enjoy it. So anyway, that's why I had it for breakfast Monday and Tuesday because she had given me those muffins and I've been down See. home. So yeah, so that's exactly why. So it just, it varies on a day-to-day basis, but I try and be as healthy as I can, but it's the gluten thing that's the worst. It's just yeah. difficult, you know, it's annoying at breakfast. And it mu- it's not like you have an office job that if you just get hungry during your show, you can just get up and go get something to eat. You've obviously got to wait till you have your music breaks or you have to kind of be fool before you start type thing yeah I'll give you a little secret so um we usually record the win it minute the day before uh, uh that's that's an industry uh, secret for uh, you exclusive <laughs> yeah it's an exclusive just purely because it's we we record it the day before just in case anything goes wrong you know there might be a question that we're not sure about or the list you know so we don't want to take any risks so what we do is we record it the day before so at 8 10 that is like tea and toast time so you oh, know great. that you what's coming up you've got a you've got two songs in a row and you've got the win it minute and another song so you've kind of you have this little bit in between so you know you've got to be back for that so what you do you run through put the toast in the toaster you run back you go the weather's going to be great today anyway wait a minute and then you yeah. hit the button and that's you you can go back go and get it get the toast on get the, the tea stewed perfect you come back you eat it and then by quarter past eight you've eaten it and it's gone no one would even know the magic behind the microphone. I know, it's mad, I love it? that. Yeah, <laughs> so that's cool. a secret that, by the way, you shouldn't tell anyone. 
like you know obviously whoever's listening is in on the secret as well keep it in the radio circle we'll call it yeah radio circle we'll call it that (laughs) and I imagine over your time that there's been a lot of kind of weird and wonderful stories that you've had to cover what's maybe the most exciting or the the weirdest story that you've ever had to cover on the radio there's been so many Colin there's so many crazy people in this world but um, there was a and there's a lot us, of crazy people in Aberdeen. We yeah. fill a lot of the population. Yeah, we do. We are weird and wonderful people. Yes, greatly weird, I should say. Greatly weird, not not Absolutely. psycho. Yeah, <laughs> not psycho, but yeah. So one of them was um, she phoned up and she said that when she went down a slide, she lost a boob from her bikini. Oh. So that was that oh, was okay. Weird. Not her boob fell off. That's what I thought you. Meant. I was like, what? This doesn't sound like a funny story. <laughs> sounds like a medical Marvel story. <laughs> no. Okay, right. Her boob came out of her bikini. Right, okay. I'm with you now. Her boob, her boob had fallen out of her bikini. So that was probably one of the funniest stories we had. Um, and then we had another lady who uh, I've actually met the whole family because the whole family's lovely and they, they play pipes and whatnot. And I've, I've mixed in that pipe circle. Um, but yeah, she, she, uh, she gave birth in the ARI car park in the hospital. Like oh, no. the baby just went, I'm coming out. And so <laughs> we hear these things and one was born on the Hadigan, you know, just, or no, one, one was born on a roundabout, wasn't the Hadigan. I made it up in my head that it was the Hadigan, yeah. but imagine <laughs> having a baby and it being born on the Hadigan. Just what? That, I, there must be times when you get like a tip off and you're like, ah, come over, someone's having us on. Like that, that didn't happen. Sometimes you think, really? But most of the time, people are quite, you know, weird things happen to people. Like, yeah. It's madness. But yeah, the stories that we get, I think those are the two that stick out in my head that just yeah. make me laugh. They never leave. Think, really? Oh, what? Jeez, <laughs> Amazing, though. God, I couldn't cope. I, I would just, I wouldn't trust anything that came in. I'd be like, nah, I'm not going. That didn't happen. Lies. And then we'd miss, well, we'd miss out on all these great stories. Well, I think sometimes you know you're a bit skeptical with saying second names because somebody might put in no Dover. Mm-hmm. no no as in like not second names but I mean like they're having you on they're saying oh ben yes Dover. yeah yeah ben Dover, can you give a shout out to ben Dover? and you think <laughs> so you say I'm just going to give a shout out to ben yeah there we go no get out of it <laughs> yeah. no, no, oh, I think that was my one <laughs> I think that was my one ha <laughs> so funny and I imagine there's maybe been a few hairy moments during broadcast. Can you reveal any kind of face palm moments or moments that you're like, oh God, this is going awful. I need the show to end. Or you've made a big whopper of a mistake. Um, it happens a lot. It happens probably daily. There's something. Um, I remember once, there's two things that pop in my head. I don't want to go on about it, but um, it happened at half past six in the morning and I wasn't quite awake yet. And I don't know any sort of rhyming slang. I don't know if you know, like, apples and pears. Yeah, that's probably the only one I would know, I would say, yeah. Well, I didn't... It, it's We do this thing called the six o'clock mind block, and it's a question that's aimed to wake you up in the morning. And it's like 29% of men oh. do this in the morning before work. And then people will comment like, oh, is it have a shower? Is it have a poo? Is it this? Is it that? And then you read it out, you say you know billy from i don't know cove says blah and and i read out one that i wasn't even thinking i didn't really understand it and i said uh i think it was like bob from hazel head and thinks it might be a ham shank and just like (laughs) it's not ham shank Live. Like, this is live. Live. <laughs> live. We, we still have the audio to this day because it's absolutely hilarious. Oh my you god! The calculation in my head, thinking, "What have I said that's wrong?" And I was really uptight about it because I was like, "What? Like what? what who?" And because you, if you're the butt of the joke, they feel you. It, and especially if you don't know why, like there is nothing worse, is there? Just, I just didn't get it. Like everyone was just laughing, and I was thinking, "I don't get it." Hamshank, I don't, I don't understand. So. Then it wasn't till after he said, I was laughing my head off because I thought it was hilarious. Have I just said that? I have 
past six in the morning. <laughs> and to this day, I still think about it. But so that was one of them. And the other one was I, there was a massive hype about the panto, as there always is, you know, mm-hmm. who's the panto star this year? Who's it going to be? Blah, blah. So I got sent down as the news kind of journalist, if you like, go down, see who it is, get a little interview with them, and then we can play it on air as Lauren caught up with X. So I went there and I had no idea. It was all a secret. Got there and then I, they revealed it and it was Jimmy Osmond. I was Mm. like, I know Jimmy Osmond, but he was the guy who was on, I think he was on MasterChef for a while, like the celebrity MasterChef. Yeah. I was like, right, cool. I'm fine with that. I can have a conversation with him. No, he does. And I didn't have any time to look at anything that he did, have any sort of preparation in any way. But I knew he'd been on MasterChef. Um, so I went in with that information and I just like, I was like, hi, Jimmy, it's lovely to meet you. I'm Lauren from North Ann, blah, blah, you know, you'll be on air. Diddly. And I said to him, um, so obviously you're in the panto, you're going to be singing. Are you good at singing? Oh, and like, Lauren. It was just a real like, and he just went, well, I hope I am because I've got a lot of money from it and all this sort of stuff. And I thought, I just had no idea. And we played it back. And everyone was like, Jimmy Osmond? It's the, that, like, how do you, and I thought, oh, like, I thought he was just, I didn't know what he was. So I just knew he'd been on MasterChef. And I thought, you know, it's probably my age as well, but I don't, I, I never listened to the Osmonds and like that. And just, yeah. it was just hilarious. I thought, what? And I guess the good thing, good thing with him, he's probably the nicest. I mean, I think they're a very nice family. I don't know them personally, but he seems like he's probably the, even if he was, affronted he you, you would never know he just like yeah as you say he'd do that sort of joke about it yeah he totally <laughs> joked he just went yeah and ever since then I had to I had to really you know I'm quite good at laughing at myself anyway but I was seriously embarrassed for him because I thought bless his little heart he just he carried on with it and thought this girl has no idea <laughs> I mean how offensive to somebody so amazing anyway I'll never forget it. And I thought, if I ever have to meet him again, can you imagine? Wear a wig. Wear a wig and just walk about. Hi, it's me. <laughs> I'm not Lauren. I don't I'm not Lauren. I'm Laura. <laughs> never has to know. Never has to know. So how long have you been on um, Northside then? How many years is that? Six years now. Six years. Been, yeah. So, so a year on travel and then five on breakfast. Exciting. Yeah. So over that time, you've probably seen a lot of change in the city what's the biggest change you think you've seen during your time on radio the Hadigan <laughs> the Hadigan redevelopment <laughs> um do you know what I think that a lot of people can be quite negative about the city and they're you know people are like oh you know oil and gas it's on a, mm-hmm. a downer you know the house prices they you know everyone is ready to just moan and I think I hate that like the positive side of it is the food there's so much excitement with hospitality Mm -hmm. and what's next and you know we've just found a different way of living now I think the pandemic has had a massive impact on us but I think when there's a pandemic I've never lived through one but I assume there's going to be opportunity and new things Mm -hmm. and exciting new things that's going to come out of it and I I am really excited to see the changes and also new art and just the creative people there's so many creative people in this city like nothing else before I've lived so many places because of the my parents in the raft so I've traveled to a lot of places and there's just nothing like the people here in Aberdeen and like yourself doing so much for hospitality there's so many people pushing things on Instagram I'm in this community god knows how but when I see my Instagram feeds and I'm seeing people you know going to different places I just I'm really proud to see that and the changes there's so much excitement it's incredible and I think that people need to you know move with changes and there's going to be a lot of change but I think with change comes so much good stuff and we need yeah. to focus on that and make it better and come together as a team I think so yeah it's, it's mad I, don't know I know I think that. no you have yeah totally I think it's one of those things as well like 
every city and every town whatever must feel the same but I feel like with lockdown it's almost like everyone has been like a bubbling can of coke and they've been waiting to like unleash what they've been wanting to do and anyone who was furloughed or sadly if they got made redundant or anything like that gave them the time to take stock of what do I actually want to do like what am I not doing that I could have missed out on because of this pandemic and people have started up businesses and yeah like it's amazing to see especially in Aberdeen like so many little kind of home bakeries and little kind of craft shops have started up it's just amazing that people have just been given the gumption just to go do it it's really nice to see you're absolutely right Colin it's so nice to see and you know with for example um people who have lost their jobs and they've started the business and stuff but also people who have realized what actually matters in life and they've taken Mm -hmm. a minute to just take a check of what they want to do and is that spend more time with the family spend more time with the kids or get out more and explore because I've never explored any city like I've explored this one I think you know I've lived in amazing places but this one just it gets it gets so, I have a massive space in my heart for Aberdeen. I think the people in it, I've never seen anything like it. The community that comes together when we need to. It's yeah. insane. It's the weirdest, but it's amazing. I think it's lovely. Definitely. Couldn't agree more. And I kind of feel like I'm going to put a downer on that really nice, really nice little nugget of conversation there. Um, so with obviously a lot of change, some sadly we see some um, businesses close down and disappear off the high street if you could um, bring back a food brand that either a cafe or an eatery that you used to love that is no longer with us what would you bring back from the fed oh, I've, i was actually quite sad to see hop and anchor go recently i found that out yeah. um and it's sad because that was a lovely little place you know mm-hmm. like such a nice venue and, in there yeah and actually musa before that was amazing as well the atmosphere in there it, it's just such a, a lovely little place and I think that's sad to see go um and I think that's the only one that springs to mind because do you know I think it's a, a human reaction that you tend to block out the negative don't you as much as you can yeah. so I just all I can see is the the things that have popped up in the last year and just yeah. the opportunity that has come from this I think you know there's more now than ever there's more opportunities now than ever isn't there 100% so I would say user it'd be nice to bring something like that back but I see a dog oh yeah that's Ramsey 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 (laughs) where is he Ramsey come and see him applauding so it's my dog Ramsey he's a um he's a rescue dog come on he loves me really come on Oh, he is. He's saying hello to Lauren. He's thinking, I need to go for a walk. That is what I want to do. Oh, go for walk. Bye-bye. I see a dog. I see a dog. There might have Zoom calls and work calls I've had, and his tail just props up, like just walking by. They're like, is that a dog or a, a large horse? Yeah. yeah. So he's what very large, that? but. How old is he? he was like a stray so he wasn't microchipped or oh. anything so we think he is probably two and a half by now so oh. he's went through his teens he's went through his stroppy teen phase yeah. so he's- it's funny he's like Jekyll and Hyde one minute he'll <laughs> like just be like on the sofa looking at he sleeps all day he sleeps about like 80 percent of the day and then um, then the next minute he's up on the window he's jumping he's running around the flat doing a zoomie but oh we didn't when yeah that's it it's, it's when they do the like excited i've just done a poo yeah oh uh, yeah and you're like yeah i know and i've got to pick it up thank you <laughs> honestly oh my God. i love it i love it i love it, love it. so where are we right the on-air sign is off and the headphones are off and your mic is packed away and you're finished for the weekend what's your favorite way to spend a weekend in aberdeen um, so I, I usually on a Saturday I'm up quite early because of my body clock I wake up at the crack of dawn like I'm, yeah. I'm, even before the crack of dawn I'm just awake um, so I tend to get up and have a coffee and I head out and I'll literally go and see the sunset a uh, sunset sunrise I always get to do <laughs> so yeah usually I get up and I go out and I go for a long walk in the morning and then it'll I before the pandemic I would have said to you I would be working, I would have done a show at the weekend, or I'd have been doing something at the weekend, but I think I've taken a massive step.
step back in that and I've just relaxed back and thought I want to spend time with my family and my friends and so I spend a lot of time with friends and it is like it's a schedule in itself because you know I've got people I know from uni I've got people I know from work I know, I know people randomly through Instagram like it's weird how you meet friends through social yeah. media but I, I just I click with people and they're just there and I just love them and I and I think now more than ever it's that it's just spending time with people as much as I can and whether that is day drinking cocktails walking somewhere in the northeast that'll you know I'll yeah. be somewhere but yeah I just I actually went through a phase of Monroe climbing as well but I'm in that oh, nice. slump I'm in that slump that we're all in where to well, get back into it I just don't I can't get up I'm just think oh not today I'll do it again tomorrow and it's it's a spiral but I think it's the pandemic that's done it you know I think it's you know we've all stopped and therefore it's hard to Exactly. Out and now it. we're getting in the nights are getting shorter no yeah you're right getting longer is that right days shorter. getting shorter nights getting that's longer it. that's it thank <laughs> you thank you we're all getting ready for autumn we're all getting ready to slow down and it is that thing as well I think we've been so full pelt trying to like get back to life that now we're a bit like I mean I mean how long can I keep on going at this life thing I quite like just sitting in and doing my own thing I know, I know. you're absolutely right it's that as well I'm exhausted from seeing friends and therefore, I just need a minute to like sit and yeah. go on TikTok and just yeah, TikTok. You yeah. know, yeah. And so that's a weekend for me now. I mean, ask me again in a couple of months, and it might be a gig or an event yeah. or something. But at the moment, it is just friends, family, and food, alcohol at times. Just, yes, great. You know, in moderation. Yeah. Always responsible, <laughs> always responsible. Um, where's your favourite spot to see the sunrise in the morning in Aberdeen? Do you have a, a favourite spot? The, it's got to be the beach. I was hoping Are you'd you say the that. same? Yeah. Yeah. Be- I mean, I, our beach, I think, I think for Aberdeen, we were very lucky to have a beach through lockdown. Yeah. I think everyone, when you think about the beach, people don't really go there that often. And I think through lockdown, I've never seen it so busy. And I think it's the it needed the pandemic to make people realize use the beach like it is not normal you get a beach in a city use it no it's, it's not is it it's really not I mean Glasgow you go down there and you, and I think where's the coast where's the coast yeah I need the coast <laughs> I just I love the east coast I think we're so lucky to get all of this and Stonehaven of course is mm-hmm. so close and I think it's it's just such a nice place but the beach is the best for sunrises and especially at a certain time of year you get the most insane colors coming through and I I had this hobby at like it's usually winter because you can feel the coldness but in the in the picture usually about February March you get the most incredible pictures and people are like how are you doing that you just obviously edit it very slightly and then put it on Instagram and people are like whoa Whoa. where are you Yeah. yeah getting them that sunrise is mental but it's just perfect the beach is amazing it's so is love it i could live there every day i haven't been to the beach after we say that i could live there every day i actually haven't been to the beach in a while (laughs) i live just in the road from there i should maybe go (laughs) you're like why am i lying i don't know yeah i was like oh god so my favorite spot i would say is uh old aberdeen so I live in Old Aberdeen, but going down the cobbles, there is one little street that I just love. And I can't remember what it's called, but it's got, it almost looks like a little German street. It's got like orange slate roofs and it's like a little cobble. It's a, it's a lovely little street. So we take Ramsey, oh. that's his little loop, we take him into Old Aberdeen. And I just love the cobbles. You just, you can't beat it. All the old buildings and stuff. Cobbles. It's just nice. It just, And yeah. it feels like you're not in a city. It's so quiet and it just feels like you're a bit removed from everything and you just go for a switch off. That's what I like. Yeah. And you can just turn off from work then. I suppose it's probably yeah. the opposite side of the city as well, isn't it? You're in you're in the Aber- University of Aberdeen territory. Yeah, <gasps> exactly. I know. <laughs> Don't mention that word. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But yes, that's where I love to go. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so let's dive in to your food recommendations. I'm very excited to hear all this. So I okay. set you the task of um, come up with your best food escape from all around Scotland. So where are you dining for your starter, your main, 
and dessert and what are you ordering okay I, mean, <laughs> I can I see the fear in your eyes you're like oh my god it's happening it's happening <laughs> honestly I've struggled so much with this I've been thinking about it for a good two weeks because we're so we are so lucky and I think I in particular have had such a good life when it comes to food because um I used to work at a five-star hotel and when I worked there they gave you an option to go and stay at other five-star hotels for a really small price oh decent um yes it was like it was almost like a mutual agreement between all the five red stars and and then therefore you can just you can travel and go and taste and that was one of the things I used to do is go around Scotland and go to all these different hotels and I never quite cool. realized how good I had it until I became a student in Aberdeen I thought oh I can't afford anything pasta <laughs> 50 pence pasta and red like yellow label foods but um I think I've, I've been so lucky and I think we all we all have and the food industry has changed so much and we really enjoy it now I think a lot of us used to eat just because we had to but now we're enjoying it and really Definitely. I mean there's blogging stuff on Instagram everyone's doing it you know Mm -hmm. and you do recommendations all the time that I think oh I didn't even know that existed like add that to my list (laughs) yeah add it to your list and so you're forever just finding new things and new places so I have to say this was the hardest one and it it comes with I've kind of recreated the menu just purely because of memories that it gives me Mm -hmm. it might be the same oh good I love that yeah great yeah I think you know the memories that I've had in these places have just been incredible so I'll start with the starter all right I'll just get on with it so um one of the places I went for food was a gluten-free curry house in Glasgow and it's all you know it's quite hard to find gluten-free stuff which is a pain because you don't want to be that person in a restaurant where you're like I'm gluten-free and And, I know I've been on the back end of it and I've gone oh one <laughs> you know what I mean so I don't want to be a, a nuisance to people so I tend to look ahead like what can I get uh, or what can I swap out or say to them you know what there's no stress just don't put the bread on there or anything like that so there is a gluten-free restaurant fully for gluten-free and it's called Dahin and it's an Indian in Glasgow and it's just amazing I had a such a good night there you know when you just you'll remember that night for a long time and it was a date it was a date oh it was a date it was was a date so it was it was a really nice time for me and I think it was I would have that from a starter so like Indian nibbles I love Indian food I think it's beautiful amazing and I've added I've added a course Colin I like this go for it yeah (laughs) yeah I've added a fish course oh oh, you are you are bougie bougie you are bougie <laughs> yeah I thought you know, I'm, I'm struggling because there was a sushi restaurant um, in St Andrews I just love sushi I it's just top of the list for me do you like it yeah sushi would be my uh, last supper 100% oh, 100% sashimi tuna sashimi uh, I like tuna sashimi but for me it would be like a California hand roll but oh. a lot like a lot of them like lined up in avocado maki like just like pick it up like homer simpson like just sweeties that's what i would do honestly it sounds oh, like i could a eat it all day that that is a rihanna song it's like california what did you say oh california hand roll <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll write to her label and see if she wants to do a parody <laughs> do it that is so good i love it <laughs> Um, yeah, so it'd be it'd be something to do with sushi, right? Anywhere in the world, because this one's this one's shut down. This restaurant, but I'd have to have oh, sushi no. somewhere. I'd have mm-hmm. to have like a couple of, you know, I could honestly just eat it morning, noon, and night, just salmon slab, yeah. slabs of salmon, just love it. Oh, oh, oh sushi now. Sushi's I'm like sorry. my I, I like Rachel, my girlfriend doesn't get it. Sushi's my like hangover cure. If I'm hungover, oh, sushi. Same. Sushi. Me too. Don't know what it is. If I, do you know, if I've had a bad day, I treat myself because I, t- I go and get a full-blown like pack of salmon mm-hmm, and it's like mm-hmm. salmon slabs. I'm not even joking. And it, my granddad thinks it is the most disgusting thing. So I'm like, <laughs> I come home and he's like typical, like older man. He just likes a ham sandwich, like crisp 
ham sandwich. But I'm like, look at this guy. I've got swabs of salmon. I was gonna eat it in front of him. He's like, what the hell are you doing? You're eating it raw. What's wrong with you? I just love it. I think it's gorgeous. And I think everyone should try it once because there's a lot of people that'll go, Definitely. oh, what's wrong with you? How that's weird. But yeah, you need to try out Eurokobe yeah. um, if you haven't already in Aberdeen. Eurokobe oh. by CJ. Yeah, up there. Okay. Yeah, try there. That's... Or go to um, uh, Sushi Box. It's Honestly, I, this has been the hardest thing because you have to whittle it down. Um, I think the main course then would be a restaurant that I used to work in, which is terrible. But, okay. Um, and I don't, I don't want to push towards out of Aberdeen because I like to support Aberdeen. But there is more Aberdeen coming. But um, it's the Old Course. It's the Old Course Hotel. It's one of the Ooh. restaurants there. And I used to, it used to be a real treat for me to go in and because I'd worked there all the time and you think, oh, I have to go to work. But the food was just amazing. And I would have a fillet steak with cream spinach and mash. I mean, I don't know where I'm putting it all, but. Uh, that's the best thing with this, with this food, with this food tour, no stomach, ex- well, no, not no stomach lining exists. That's not what I wanted to say. There's no, there's no limit. And there's no Eat your heart's content. Uh, yeah. No, no, we won't do any calories. Just, I just it's I imaginary. Get full. Isn't it yeah. annoying when you get full and you think, mm-hmm. I want more of this, but I can't, I physically yeah. cannot? It's awful. It's annoying. It's, like the wor- it's, it's the worst thing to happen. <laughs> it's the worst thing to happen. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. Um, okay, my dessert course, it actually probably, I would have the whole dinner here as well. And it's the cellar, it's in Anstruther. And it's honestly, it's expensive. But it's a real expensive treat. It's worth it. Oh, my goodness. I just, it's one that sticks out in my memory. And I remember, you know, because I I actually like having little small bits of food and tasting different parts of it. And, you know, like all these flavors and things, I love to just have only a little nibble of it. And then I'm ready to like go to the next thing, you know? Um, But I'd have cheese. I love cheese. You'd you'd go for a cheese dessert. You're a fan of a cheese? I love cheese, but yeah, I I I like sweet too much that I never I could never do a cheese dessert. I could never do a cheese. Really? Yeah, but I do love I love a cheese board, like cheese board any day, oh. with some great tiger loaf bread, like thick slices oh. of bread and stuff. Like that's the best. I but tell yeah. you what, gluten free is hard for the good bread, but oh, of course, for some reason, Marks and Spencers, I don't know what they're putting in it, but it is the most delicious, and I would say. It's better than any bread I've ever tasted in my life. And it is the tiger loaf. It's expensive to buy. It's probably like three fifty or something. So it is like, you know, for a tiger loaf, it's quite expensive. But it is honestly, I would recommend it to even you who is not gluten-free. And I think mm. you'd enjoy it. Right, Dave. I'll write that. Just down. do it. And it's the Mark and Spencer's Tiger Loaf. And it's just I, I don't know what they do. They must lace it in drugs, but I don't know what it is, but it's <laughs> You have one and you're like, I need another. And you have another and you're like, I need it all. I'm just going to gobble it all. Oh, so what cheeses were on this on this cheese board oh, at this everything. cellar? I would have, um, you need quince as well. Have you ever had quince mm, with a cheese love board? Love quince. Who one asked? of my friends. So I like, I never used to like a cheese board and um, uh ex-colleague of mine, Claire, who um, I'm still friends with today but she does a great cheese board and she introduced me to quince and I remember being like what's this like weird like jelly jelly thing like what is this yeah like, it's quince like, it's quince <laughs> and I was like, it's what and then I tried it and I was like oh my god quince I need this any oh day god, of the week quince. Uh, oh yeah, my god quince yeah, yeah. it does it's, it's the weirdest thing because it takes a cheese and just makes it 10 times better doesn't it, it does and it's like it's like um it's almost like a take on a chutney but it's just not as, as it's almost like a smooth sweet I don't know what it is it's just something about it just it goes so well it's almost a bit like a jelly actually yeah it's have exactly that for breakfast that. have that tomorrow <laughs> for breakfast quince what are you eating today Lauren don't, don't ask quince, quince. <laughs> yeah and you'll be amazed how many people don't know what quince is they're like what yeah but honestly try it because it's just amazing but um the the blue cheese so i'll have blue cheese like i can eat blue cheese that your favorite cheese that your main cheese yeah yeah, yeah. what I, I sometimes think but i'm eating mold 
but I don't care. It's just amazing. I do like blue cheese. A lot of people don't. I do. It's not my favourite, but I do like a blue cheese. I think I'm like working my way up the yeah. the the rank with it. But no, I love a manchego. <laughs> manchego is like my favourite oh, cheese. Manchego yeah. is lovely, and also brie. I mm-hmm. struggle with brie because if brie's on the table, I could probably wolf it down just on its own. Yeah, it's dangerous. I mean, that is like once on the lip, lifetime on the hip. And <laughs> yeah. it, it takes forever to burn off. But it's it's a real treat, isn't it? A cheese yeah. board, I think. Definitely. I could, I could actually have cheese board just for dinner most nights. Yeah, I, we've done that a few times. I, I do like a cheese board for dinner. It's just a nice, you feel like it's a celebration. Like it's a, a nice yeah. thing to do, is it? But the problem is, if you've ever noticed having cheese board, you dream the weirdest things. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I've had the worst dreams after cheese, and I wake up in the morning. I think, "Whoa, whoa, <laughs> what was that?" I dreamt. I actually had a dream about um, being in another radio station, and it had a completely different desk. And I was going live in ten minutes. I could see the clock. It was like it was forty-eight on the clock, and I thought, "Shit, I don't know how to." I, I've never. I, I don't even know where the mic is. Like, where oh, no. is it? And then I realized the mic goes like sideways, but usually our faders go up the way. So I'm like, okay, so that's the mic. And like, I couldn't find anything. And there was all these producers around me and we don't, we actually, we produce our own show. So there's not, you know, I am a control freak when it comes to the mm-hmm. show, but there was all these producers around me, like handing me uh, papers and Jeff wasn't there. And I'm like, ah, what's going on? And it was a test and at the end of it. The, the boss of this other radio station came out and he's like, well, how did you feel? And I, I, I just I, I just thought, I, I'm like, what? I don't even know how to just drive desk. Because that's grade A. That's you know, awful. You're going live. Horrible, horrible. I, think I hate probably... dreams like that. <laughs> In the dream, you're probably waiting for like you, the director of North Sound to come out and be like, this is exactly why you cannot leave. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. <laughs> that's it. You should direct a film with that because that's probably what would happen at the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. So sorry. And then the after dinner tipple. Oh yes. Um, what are you going for that? It's been a quite. I feel quite offended on behalf of them that I've done this, but um, because I'd probably have the whole meal there as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. horrible to say you would only have a drink there and then leave. But um, I go to eat on the green. I think in Udney. Good choice. Good choice. I think it's just it's a really lovely place to go for a drink. Anyway, the they make you feel at home in that place. And I think, yeah, it's a restaurant that I just like. I like it a lot. I love the vibe. Would you be having the drink in the restaurant or in their little gin garden at the back? Both. All Both. of the above. <laughs> Three drinks. One at the front door, <laughs> one in the restaurant, <laughs> one at the gin garden. Yeah. And what yeah. would you be ordering? I would go for... A cosmopolitan, I think. Is that really basic? Cosmopolitan? Uh, I, I don't think I've actually ever tried a cosmopolitan. I don't think. Joking. I don't think I have. I can't really imagine. Is it vodka and cranberry, that one? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I've got a weird thing with cranberry because it always dries out my mouth. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. Oh, I like, to, yeah. like my mouth to be lubricated. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like when you just get a claggy mouth and you're like, I don't like feeling like I've ate sand. <laughs> Not that I'm saying that anyone who makes cosmopolitan, I'm not saying that your cosmo tastes like sand, but that's just how I feel. You know, like when you're de- like, I was ill like a few um, weeks ago and I was dehydrated and everyone's like, oh yeah, drink cranberry juice. I was like, no, that's the worst that's thing for me to do. <laughs> so I had to drink like hydration true. sachets and they were even bloody worse. But oh, yeah. Minging. Those are the ones you have to do when you're running a 10K or whatever. You oh yeah. Drink those. <gasps> it's like, it tastes like warm milkshake. It's horrible. Oh, horror! It is, isn't it? It's thick and gloopy going down your throat. You're like, but yeah. I hope I'm glad you're better. And yeah, no more cranberry. But don't yeah. you think orange does that as well? Orange juice. Yes, I remember. I also have a bad relationship with orange juice. Like I like drinking it now. It's like on breakfast. But I used to always drink vodka and orange juice on a night out. Ah. Uh, and I don't I need to say bag. the rest. <laughs> I don't you know what? You're absolutely right there because I used to have Diet Coke and vodka and I cannot touch Diet Coke. Yeah, it puts you absolutely off. Absolutely. Yeah. Horrible. Horrendous. 
Yeah. Oh, that's oh. a good tip for, for, you know, when you're younger and you're, because everyone does those wild nights when they're younger, mm-hmm. but avoid avoid something that you want to drink later on in life. Yeah, you know, exactly. Orange juice and stuff. You'll just ruin it. Yeah. You'll just ruin it. Oh God, that's <laughs> such good choices though. So for your Thanks. starter, you're going for Dahin. Dakin, yeah, da- Dakin. So gluten-free curry house, great. And then fish course, the sushi starter, and then old course for your main and the cellar for your little cheese board dessert. That's amazing. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so think, good. You know, I found that the hardest thing I thought, is he really going to make me do this? Is he really going to make me do I this? I am. Because it's really hard. And so everybody that you've asked is probably like, oh uh I can't think because uh, there's so many and there's so many places that you would want more than mm-hmm. one thing Do you know I mean? exactly so definitely hard. I know sorry yeah. this is why this is why I'm the host because <laughs> I don't have to answer the question because I'd never be able to yeah. string an answer together you know what? what what would you do what would you do what would you actually do are you actually putting me on the spot right now yeah. <laughs> on my own show if you answer it quickly then it, it means it's honest okay it? it's honest right okay so I would say for starter, I love a brinner. So breakfast for dinner. So I would get my start. Yeah. So I'm going to focus on Aberdeen. So my starter would be a breakfast bagel from Second Home Aberdeen. Can't rate that place enough. That is where I would get. So it comes with bacon, scrambled eggs, avocado on the top and a sriracha mayo. Top notch top shelf and oh. you don't get that full from it after so then you can order more so it's great you can get more yeah. um and then main I would say I would have to go for I'm gonna go sushi sushi for main and it would be at Yorokobi and I might just be saying that because we just spoke about it but yeah I'll go for that and it'll be it would be, you know, like a wallpaper table. It would be a wallpapering table length full <laughs> of all the sushi under the sun. And that is what yeah. I would go for. And then dessert, it'd have to be moonfish, wouldn't it? Moonfish oh. do the best desserts. You like a moonfish mm-hmm. cafe, yeah. Love a moonfish. And I haven't been there since long before the pandemic. So I'll have to go back and try that. Uh, oh, actually, no. Okay, I'm going to do two. I'm going to do Moonfish and then I'll go for a dessert chaser at Cafe Bohem and I'll get their creme brulee because their oh. creme brulee is sh- amazing. It is good. Sh- amazing. I'm, I'm writing these down. Write because, that down. Yeah, they're I good. And... I have been for lunch at Moonfish a few times. Oh, it's, it's, it's it, always it good. Did, yeah, it did pop into my mind. It did, but... Yeah. It never lets you down. I think it's like a it's like an old friend. Never lets you down. Every time you go in, just never lets you down. That's what I always think. Yeah. And a drink. So the issue with me is that when I drink, I usually don't remember. So I'm trying to think where I love a margarita. Love a margarita. Really strong, salt round the rim, no ice. So I would yeah. probably have to go for. I'll I'll go for um bar ninety nine. Go bar ninety nine for my margarita. Oh, I have to say, right? I was thinking while you're saying these things, bar ninety nine is amazing, and also the Tiplin House. I really yes. do quite enjoy yes, yes, that yes. whole experience. Lovely. Yes. I would go to Tiplin House after for an old fashioned as well for doing doubles. I'll do that. What you're changing the rules? I could have had my a podcast. Room. My podcast. My rules. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for putting me on the spot. That was a, I'm going to have to think long and hard about my recommendations there because I feel like that is honest, but I'd really like to have a think about that after and just see if I agree tomorrow. But I think I do. Listen, I think I do. This is the whole good thing about being live is that you can't go back on what you've said. You've just said it. And that's, that's true. It. And you this have to is, move on from it. Yeah. And this is why we pre record so I can cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> I was gonna say like see if you, you can cut it out you're in no nah, i'll keep it in know. i'll keep it in i'll keep it in. but that's great thank you for that i love that um okay yeah. so before i ask you what your desert desert island disc would be um what is a song that you dread playing on the radio is there a, a request that comes in a lot that you're like oh not this one like not this one again how long do you have oh is, is it a lengthy list 
yeah uh do you know what i can't deal with tones and i dance what, monkey dance, 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 dance. yeah awful <laughs> yeah and it's that I, I don't know about you but I remember that song from X Factor someone auditioned with it and I remember them singing it it sounded like a trumpet and I remember that's oh, what I hear every time I hear it oh yeah. that is the worst dance monkey it? that's probably that would probably be close to my list as well I would say actually oh, yeah I you know there's certain songs that I I just have I have to I have to switch off I have to like physically just put it on pre-fade and hear silence and just give yeah. it a sec but that would be the worst for me I just and I feel like if Tones and I ever tuned into your podcast Colin I'm sorry <laughs> sorry they won't be coming for a guest interview on Northside like, well we're not going there <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think that would probably be the worst but there are a few that you that because we've obviously the aim of the game with us is to make sure that when you get in the car we play your favorite songs for 20 minutes and then you jump out you go to work yeah so it's it's all the charty stuff it's all the up-to-date stuff which is great but you know when you hear it quite a lot you can sometimes get like oh, yeah everyone's like radio one radio one same songs every hour like yeah it gets very boring but yeah as your slogan says the biggest hits the biggest throwbacks the biggest throwbacks and i do it's enjoy great. the throwbacks I oh yeah who doesn't it's yeah amazing. but because um, because the throwbacks are when you're you're you've got memories of the song so I mean the kids now absolutely love George Ezra love Tones and I mm-hmm. love all this sort of stuff so you've got to everyone everyone has a place everyone has a place but definitely yeah I think that's the one one that I'm like oh uh, yeah and what's the what's the most re- requested song I guess maybe is it more what's in the charts or do you get a lot of old ones like so we do quite a lot of the throwback re- requests. That's what Greg C and Grant usually do. And they're, they're amazing at that. And it's a really good show to listen to. But um, the one that we get quite a lot from, from most of the kids is George Ezra and Shotgun. Uh, yes. They That's actually it. funny because I remember my uh, nephew's birth, fifth birthday. And that was when it came out. And it literally all these kids around in a circle. I mean, when I was younger, it was happy birthday. But this one, they were all sitting, just going, "Home, go, now the cave." Yeah. I don't, I don't think they actually knew the words, but I remember them going, "Oh, oh." <laughs> magical, magical. But yeah, that is a good song, though. Yeah, that's a, it's a nice feel-good song. That one is it. It is, and I like feel-good songs. I think when I hear a sad song, you know, Lewis Capaldi is one of those typical ones where I love him. I actually, I think he's amazing, but I think he sings the most miserable lyrics and you're like yeah. really Liz? you've been through another breakup do we have to hear about it you know yeah. so yeah but I it's love him be... all the same yeah you know what I mean I, I, good it's, save it's... good save <laughs> on that very um very apt note what would be your feel-good song that you'd you happily listen to day in day out it changes all of the time mm-hmm. all of the time and um, one song that I really quite like is a throwback <laughs> it's Love Inc and it's Superstar so that's one one that I would listen oh, to at any time yeah, yeah that's good one, yeah. just like just remind yeah. you like where you've come but the one that I listen to all of the time at the moment and I can listen to it on repeat and I just love it and it's David Guetta John Newman How Will I Know Ooh. do you know the one it's like How Will I Know If You oh, yeah. Love Me is that the Whitney Houston yes. version or something I think it is I think it is and yeah do you know what's magical about that song though is that anyone you play it to knows the song because it's a remix yes. of a song that's already been around and sometimes that's a bad thing but this, on this occasion they've nailed it and they've made it sound incredible and so I went to my mum's right and we had a big blowout and it was my brother's girlfriend was there who's a little bit older than me so there was gener- there was a generation so it was like 50 40 30 and what's well, like we're slightly below but like that, that generation so we're totally different generations and I put this one song on and the whole room just came together and they were like yeah because everybody knew that's the lyrics. you know it's a good song it's a good song it's a good song when you know the lyrics quickly and easily that yes. is a hit definitely it's all about the beat as well Amazing. did you know and Colin what? this is a, a nice sort of fact that um music has maths in it so it's mathematical. It's like all about the beat, the, the, oh. the 
I don't even know the, the technical thing, but they basically, they know it's going to be a good song and a hit when it's got the right beat, the right melody, the right X, Y, and Z. Oh my I God. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, it's, it's all oh. mathematical. Well, this makes sense why my music career didn't do well then, because I can't <laughs> do maths. <laughs> oh, makes sense. Oh, makes sense. Oh, makes sense now. <laughs> Well, that's a great music choice and great food recommendations. And it's been so nice hearing about how you got into radio and uh, the road to now. So thank you so much for joining me. And hopefully I'll see you soon, not on Zoom. See you in person. Do you know what? I, I'd be happy to see you again soon, Colin, because you're amazing. But well done on the podcast. And, and also, it'd be nice to actually be outside of Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I followed you for years, so... Well, I think it's been years, but you've likewise. always been there. Yeah, likewise. But no, it's been so good. And thank you so much. And we'll see you soon. Yeah, thank you so much for see having ya. me. Bye. Bye. We had it all. We had sushi. We had curry. We had cheese courses. And a great way to get a flavour of what's going on in Scotland too. And also, always good to chat about Aberdeen. And I think something we can take from what Lauren said is that we all just need to keep together, keep driving forward, and we can keep on making changes happen and make a better city for everyone. And I think that's what we want at the end of the day. Unless you absolutely hate Aberdeen and you don't want to be here, then I guess you won't be having. And she even played my own game, turning the tables on me, on my own podcast. What a cheek. But obviously, of course, that's Aberdeen. There's a lot more places in Scotland, which we'll hear about next week when I have another guest on speaking about their top places to eat. So that takes us to the end of this episode. Thank you again for listening. That's all from me. So I'll leave you to get on with your day, your morning or your afternoon and stay safe, eat well and speak soon. And we'll see you next time.